Hello and welcome to our ResiCast today with James Hyman, who is the Head of Residential at Clussons. And we're going to be talking about the London property market and what sort of things are going to be driving people in and out over the next year or so. So James, obviously Clutton's has got a long legacy working in London across all different areas of the residential market. It's a, a lot of headwinds right now, isn't there, with everything from Corbyn and Trump to uh, different different things happening in Europe. What are, what are some of the, the big threats and opportunities that you're seeing right now? The market currently has been as challenging as, it, as it's ever been. As we all know, sort of the property market always always goes in cycles. But I think this cycle is probably the most unusual one I've seen in my sort of 25 years of, of, of agency because on one hand, we're not quite in an environment where we've got sort of forced sellers. At the same time, we've got an understandably media sort of persona that the market is at least sort of somewhere between 15 to 20% adrift from where it was at the but peak so you've of the market. you've got standoffs, haven't you, isn't it? Is that not I mean, it's, uh, we've, 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 we've got a total sort of standoff. We've got a large proportion of people who don't necessarily need to sort of sell, which in some ways in terms of underpinning the current values has been helpful because we haven't got an abundance of sort of supply. If we were to have an abundance of, sort of supply right now, it Larry would very much would become a total sort of buyer's market. And, and I mean, looking at some of the data that Morlior put out a couple of weeks ago, which looked at uh, some of the, the price prices trailing off with Prime Resi, I mean, what does that mean for the agency market in London? I mean, are you, are you guys not going to have quite a lot of stock coming onto the market in the next couple of years? And, and is that not going to have a further downward pressure on pricing? I mean, over the next two to three years, we are going to have a market not dissimilar to the one we've been in for at least the last sort of 18 months. It's going to remain sort of, you know, fragile. But we are getting sort of closer to a point where in certain sort of locations and price sectors of those locations where it is beginning to sort of find itself. And, and that and, and find itself how do you mean go up or down in terms of in, in, in terms of sort of price levels say so I think it's sort of fair to say we've probably had at least a sort of you know 12 percent sort of plus drop and depending on the on certain areas and price points within those we've got I think somewhere between a further five to 12 percent sort of drop to come before mm. we're going to see sentiment coming back into the market but the product also plays quite a key role doesn't it because obviously you know, there's just because you've got a, 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 a block of resi in Battersea, it doesn't mean it's all the same. And I think certainly you could argue, could you not, that premium and, and, and prime resi, where you've got heritage buildings, for example, that have been repurposed and, and reconfigured, uh, you know, potentially operate quite differently in this market than, than slightly more standardised, identical mass market buildings. Is that something that you see, again, from a, from a price perspective? I mean, there's, there's two types of sort of property that are selling um, right now. One that is priced in line with where the media's and public's perception of the market actually sits. And the other is what we would so call best in class, where you can still, as as an agent, identify to the buyer that there is an opportunist sort of cost linked to this property due to there being a certain sort of rarity value so attached to that. There's a premium. Larry, Larry, Larry much say, where we're talking about sort of, you know, properties where, and maybe one in a 15-year sort of cycle that this becomes available. 
I think there's also certain sort of types of sort of property and a more general sort of context that again have sort of, you know, fared and will continue to sort of fare an awful lot better, um, whatever the market conditions are. For example, sort of prime river-fronted sort of stock where, again, there isn't an abundance of it. People feel sort of, you know, comfortable that actually their view is always going to sort of, you know, be, be preserved. And actually, in terms of the sort of context and the geography of where these sort of properties sort of sit, actually, they're still relatively affordable and quite good value for money when you put them in the sort of context of sort of prime central London prices right now. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's probably a bit of a shame for the London agency market that Boris didn't make good his promise to bring back all the canals. He's <laughs> had loads of loads more canal-fronted resi right across London. Well, I think sort of, you know, over over all the sort of cycles, it, it's it's been well sort of you know documented that sort of you know waterfronted properties are more resilient in, in, in downturns. Probably less so in, in a massive flood risk environment, though perhaps. But well, yeah, no, that that that, that is slightly. Um, I mean, what what about technology? Obviously, you know, we've seen the rise of things like purple bricks and, and companies, and again, people have different views on on the success that that company is going through. But technology is obviously reshaping the agency market. Um, from a consumer perspective, again, uh, an increasingly international contingent of people coming into the, the, the space in London. What does all of this stuff mean for, for, for agency as we know it? I mean, it's, it, it's, it's transformed it considerably. It's led to the environment being considerably more sort of tran- transparent. From a consumer's perspective, they get so much more sort of, you know, in, in, in information. And in terms of the way we're able to sort of present properties to, to, to the globe now, it is considerably sort of easier and gives us a worldwide audience. And, and, and looking at London, because obviously we, you know, we talk about London as if it's just one single place, and of course it's not. And, and many buyers coming into the market will come in for a specific and quite particular district, won't they? So you know, the, the, those, it's one of the beautiful aspects of London is the, the separate villages that we have and the, the distinct elements from Portobello Road Market to Notting Hill and Fitzrovia and Mayfair. And, 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 and to what degree do you see new areas emerging or, or not new areas because the areas aren't going to change but to what degree do you see particular areas is particular areas beginning to flourish more over the next couple of years are areas like Fitzrovia going to come up do you think as, as, as places like Battersea have done very much so because I think in terms of where sort of you know prices are London's biggest challenge boils down to sort of affordability so people actually can't necessarily dictate as much as they would have historically exactly the location that they would like to live in and so much of people's search now is driven by the attributes they require against the budget they have to spend i think sort of over the last sort of five years we've seen so many sort of you know areas benefit from regeneration and one of the sort of you know key sort of points to know for anybody who's looking for the next hotspot is always sort of, you know, follow leisure and retail element. For example, sort of over the years, the successes of areas such as Westbourne Grove, more recently somewhere like sort of Bermondsey Street, it was actually leisure and retail that came before actually the residential aspect. And we're seeing a not dissimilar sort of scenario happening through Bermondsey Spa and also the rise of sort of Deptford becoming a real hot spot amongst the hipsters. There's an extension of Greenwich because it's a bit cheaper and not that much further away 
and and it offers all the sort of old, old alternatives uh, the sort of younger generation are looking for and it's come on the back of an awful lot of successful independent sort of re- retailers and restaurateurs going there in the first instance that have drawn the people to that location as well as having fantastic transport links and and are you seeing that much of a drop off between people purchasing for owner occupation and them for investment now is that has that changed hugely since obviously we've had the of treble whammy of of tax hikes and Brexit just to put a bit of cherries on the cake. Uh, has thing have, have things dropped off considerably, or is it still is it still relatively balanced? Um, over the last two years, the majority of buyers have been very much owner owner occupiers. The opportunities for investors, certainly within central London, have been far and few between. But again, as the market sort of corrects itself and with sort of, you know, further price reductions sort of coming in, suddenly actually sort of yields are beginning to improve because over the last sort of three years, it's been very hard if people are actually giving in the first instance correct rental figures on on properties to achieve a sort of net of above sort of 2%. As capital values come down, that yield will sort of increase back up closer to sort of a 3.5% mark and at the level of which people will be able to sort of buy it, there is actually the scope for sort of capital appreciation. And over the last sort of two to three years, with yields being absolutely low and actually the market dropping as well as sort of transaction costs and changes within sort of tech taxation there has been limited appeal for anybody to sort of come in certainly as a sort of you know short-term investor fantastic and and and, as, and finally then james if we look forward to to resi uh, in one sentence give give me one thing that you'd you'd like to put to uh, the current housing minister who, who might not still be the housing minister by september but it, it could be uh, if there's one thing you'd like to ask him what, what would that be anything uh anything around supply anything around i don't know uh, design what what what, what was there anything i think sort of change could... in legislation to the sort of help help to buy and bring it back into the second-hand market and give more people the opportunity to actually buy what ideally would like as opposed to being pushed into the new build sector. Probably, yeah. wouldn't be so popular with, with some of the listed house builders, but it seems like a, a very sensible suggestion. So thank you very much, James Hyman, who's Head of Residential at Clutton's. <laughs>